Welcome to Muppets Dropping Mitts, I'm Hogthrob. I'm Strange Pork. We're just a couple of Muppets who don't know anything, drinking drinks. And talking sharks hockey. So Strange Pork. Hogthrob. What you drinking? I've got a glass of Pinot Noir wine. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Mm-hmm. You want more info? No, this is the part where you ask me. <laughs> so Hogthrob, what are you drinking? It's a toss. It's okay, a toss. Yeah, and yeah. I throw it and you just look just, at the you, stick you like just, a dog. You looked at me like you wanted more. So. I, I mean, <laughs> what sort of bouquet does your Pinot uh, have? Yes. Uh, the hints of lavender. Mm. And uh, so Hogthrob, what are you drinking? I am drinking a Japanese whiskey, Nika. Alright. Yeah. It's a cafe grain, right? Yeah, yeah. Cafe fe grain. Mm, yes. It's come down to this. We're we're drinking alcohol because it it is that time to discuss the yeah. event. <laughs> so Captain America, hero of the universe. The first Avenger of the Sharks mm-hmm. left. I know. He's gone. It's really weird. I've been thinking about this like for the past week or so, and just picturing the team without Pavelski is so strange. And I haven't even known his like I haven't even been um, following him from like the beginning of his career in San Jose, but like it's just so. Odd. He's just such a core piece of the team. I remember when, like, I mean, when he kind of had a bit of a down year, it's like, even then, you're still going to keep him. You're going to keep this guy forever. And he died on the ice for our sins last year. He was a huge part of the team. He just showed up with, like, his busted face in, like, Game 7 and Game 6 in, or, um, in the Colorado series. And like rallied the team and was and for him not to be there Joe motherfucking Pavelski who drops f bombs like it's very motivational I mean, yeah how are you how are you coping yeah I'm not coping well actually yeah. um when i first heard the news i just was totally taken aback and that's when i realized that i associated so much of the sharks with Joe Pavelski. Mm-hmm. And same thing, trying to imagine him not there was like really weird and really hard for me. And I don't typically like idolize sports players or anything, but I realized how important he was to my version of the Sharks that I've become a fan of. Yeah. And uh, like you always say to me, every goal, he's like, he's so fucking jolly. Oh, he is. He's I hate so him so ha- much. <laughs> because he's so happy. And you're just like, why do you make me like you so much? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's just... He's the best. So, that's going to pick up on the mic. (laughs) This is a disaster. (laughs) Just like the event. It's true. Um, Yeah, okay, so, like, this is my... This is my takeaway. This might be a bit of a mitts drop here. Okay. Uh, A partial, like, you're shaking shaking the mitts. I'm dropping a mitt. I'm threatening. One mitt. One mitt. That's very passive aggressive, but okay. <laughs> I I just I don't know who's to blame here, but I'm gonna blame the world. 
Okay, uh, dropping the mitts on the world. The world. Dropping the mitt on the world. This is a weird... Joe Pavelski himself. <laughs> okay. Uh, Doug Wilson. Okay. All, everybody. And here, here's the thing. So last year, it was like, oh, you know, like, are they going to re-sign Pavelski? And it's like, listen up. He got a goal with his face. Yeah. <laughs> he got a goal with his face and was happy about it. And then he comes back with a cage on and keeps playing games yeah. like the true champion he is. And then, yeah, he takes that bad hit from Vegas mm-hmm. and he goes down and, I mean, the he was bleeding out of his helmet. Yeah. Like, that was serious business. No matter how you think the call was or anything, like, that's, like, really shocking. Yeah, really serious injury. I've never seen anything that scary in hockey before. And, Just out of the top of the helmet like that. And so, yeah, I mean, it rallied everybody because everybody loves Joe Pavelski. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't be around that guy and not be fucking happy, which is why you hate him because he makes you like him so much. Uh-huh. And then he's just like, fucking get out there and fucking play this game. And you're like, yeah, I fucking will. Why, thank you. <laughs> and uh, anyway, so I just, I couldn't imagine How Doug Wilson being that? like, you know, Joe, last year was good. You know, I know you made some sacrifices and nearly died, but I just don't know that it's working out. You know, like, it's just, uh, we're going to move on from your holiness, mm-hmm. sacrificing yourself on the ice. Like, I just, that didn't make sense to me that it would be the Sharks letting him go because he's been so invaluable. And that's why he was the captain, because yeah. he has that energy and he really brings people together. And he scores like a monster. Oh, yeah, he's goals. amazing. Like, I can't see any reason why they wouldn't want to keep him, which makes me think maybe Joe Pavelski wanted to leave. And if he did, maybe it was partially his wife's fault. Maybe his wife was like, hey, hon, you remember when you almost died? <laughs> um, can you get more money for this? Like, something? <laughs> like, I mean, you got some kids here. Yeah. Like, uh... If you're if you want to keep playing hockey, let's make it worth it, right? Like maybe that was the conversation at home or at the dinner table. Yeah, might have been but, a family consideration, yeah. Um, yeah, and so maybe that was part of his decision, but we don't know yet what it is. But it just I can't. Uh, I was thinking about buying tickets for a game today, like when I was gonna go, you know, see my dad in Arizona. I was like, oh, like maybe I'll go at a time when the Sharks are playing. And now that he's not on the team, I don't even know. I don't even know if I could for like my first live. Mm-hmm. hockey game to not have Joe Pavelski there, like, I stopped looking. Yeah. Because I was so upset. Yeah. Oh, man. And yeah. and I know that the Sharks are still the Sharks, but man, he's just such a presence that's, like, gone. There's, like, a big Joe Pavelski-shaped hole. In all of us. In all of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, so that's... I. Yeah, I just couldn't. I couldn't see them after last year not taking him back, like or signing him. It just seems ridiculous because he was so valuable. Yeah. And the only way that they won that series against Vegas was because of him almost dying. They were like, "You don't mess with our guy. We love him too much." Yeah. So for him to be like, "Peace out, y'all." Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it was such a momentum shift, and and what he meant to the team, even in the next series too. I mean, it, it was. It was so much his run. Like, it's like, yeah, win it for Joe Thornton because that's always the MO. But that series, and then it was like, win it for Joe Pavelski. Holy hell. He's 
win it, win enough games so you can buy enough time mm-hmm. for Pavelski to come back in the Colorado uh, series. And, and also, you know, like, like, what a disappointing season for Pavs to like for them not to get the cup. And so after he did, I mean, God, I can't. His physical toll. Oh yeah. Like. The sacrifice to the hockey gods <laughs> yeah. that he put on that ice mm-hmm. for nothing, Yeah, essentially. Like, it was, you know... They're cruel. Uh, I mean, I think if the hockey gods weirdly blessed the Sharks in a lot of ways in that in this past playoff run, but I think, I think they might have done something wrong because things are not panning out quite enough. It's like, you know, it's like... Maybe maybe the hockey gods are Greek, and so this appeals to their sense of tragedy. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, that totally fits. Yeah. Um, yeah, just how disappointing to be, like, really trying that hard to win games and, like, take that much abuse, essentially, yeah. and, like... So one thing uh, we do know from statements is on an interview with NHL Network I watched, Pavelski said he... He was looking for a three-year deal. That's okay. That was the starting point. So, you know, it's not a ton of insight, but the Sharks um, might not have been able to give him that term mm-hmm. with the way, and keep, you know, a lot of the other players together. Um, you know, they might have had to let go of Kevin LeBanc mm-hmm. um, or, or something. Um you know, Kevin LeBanc then signs this team-friendly deal, and so maybe you kind of wonder, like, oh, could the Sharks have moved moved out someone like Milker Carlson, who's been a useful player, but he's not invaluable. You could probably yeah, I mean, it just seems like and, he, and Dell Cavs is a player you want to yeah, happen. you want to pin him down as soon as you can yeah. because he's such a good scorer and team player. Yeah. On the flip side, he's thirty-five now multiple head injuries from the same season and you know he's never been like a the fastest skater but you know his game is more about positioning and that sort of stuff but his game works really well when you have someone like Brent Burns to shoot Mm -hmm. at him and he tips him in like he's he's the master tipper (laughs) he's been great at restaurants yeah yeah he's really they love him in the Bay Area (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if he like sucked at tipping? If he was like really bad about it, I he, like, can't only imagine tips you make on... that much money and then not tip. For sure, like, I only tip on the ice. <laughs> <laughs> so, there, there... do you think he goes around giving people advice, like hot tips? No, but we should open a restaurant on ice where all the waitresses ice skate to your table. Okay. Then he get to like someone throws a burger and the waitresses have to like tip it to your plate. <laughs> sure. Redirect it. Yeah. Yeah, that like, sounds that sounds great. Sounds like a lot of frozen food in the face. Okay. Burgers on ice. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the best name you got, Space yep. Pork. Burgers on ice. <laughs> wow. It's just as lame as all those ice shows. I feel like there's a joke here about Patty and like Patrick Marlowe. But we're gonna we're we're gonna move on. So, Pavs wants three years. Doug Wilson says, you know, like this is a horrible business decision. I hate this part of the business. Pavs means a ton to this team, but you know, we're 
not able to. I'm sorry, was that Doug Wilson? So, uh, a lot of times in life, you got to make a hard choice at a crossroads. I remember one time I had the love of my life on one hand hanging over a cliff, Mm -hmm. and on the other end was a cigarette unlit. I lit the cigarette. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what happens in these movies. <laughs> that was really good. I liked it. Yeah. It's a really good image. Joe Pavelski was the love of his life, but he, he lit the cigarette instead. Yeah. Which is Eric Carlson? Yeah. I, I, <laughs> yeah. So, had to sign Eric Carlson because you got to keep him. You got to keep that guy. He's going to get paid. By someone else, you mm-hmm. traded for him, traded a bunch of assets, but mm-hmm. honestly, nothing crucial. Right. Um, maybe a good player in Josh Norris, but we don't know. Definitely a solid player in Tierney, but not Tierney's not Hurdle or Meyer, so fine. It, it was a it was a really good deal, but like you you got to keep the pirate. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's the pirate's fault that he got paid what he was going to get paid. No, but I think that a lot of fans did kind of, that was kind of the feedback I was reading. Yeah. So do you feel like it's, it's fair to, to criticize Wilson or was this deal never going to happen? They were never going to sign Pabs for three years once he was 35. Gosh, I don't know. Cause I mean, you're, if you're the... Thornton's still in there, and he's, what, 40, 41 now? Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I know they're only doing year deals with him, but, um, I mean, Paz is younger than that, and make him 38, but he's still putting up good numbers. So I don't think there's any reason not to say, yeah, let's do three years, because there are options out of that. I mean, look at Marlowe trying to get out of his deal, you know. Yeah. But um, yeah. I don't see any reason not... To sign him for three years, and except for money, mm-hmm. so they may have He's been got the able. Skill. Yeah, I mean, they, they offered him something. We don't know what it is. I don't know. We'll never know. But it was it was probably definitely less than seven million a year, and that's mm-hmm. what we got in Dallas. Um, and you know, in Dallas, he'll have like lower taxes, so he'll have more takeover, whatever. You know, I mean, um, it it when a player's in it in the latter half of their career and they haven't won a cup, they want to win. You know, they, sure. they really want to win. And Dallas sort of presented a and best of both worlds in his mind because they were surprisingly good in the playoffs. Um, their goalie, Ben Bishop, like as long as he stays healthy and, you know, can somehow keep his freaking equipment on. That guy, he like throws his equipment off like Zoolander in the walk-off. Like it's, <laughs> it's insane. He'll throw it off just to like get a whistle and a stop. It was kind of a... It was kind of huh. a thing. Um, he was a child that didn't get enough attention. Word. <laughs> um, but they have they have a really good forward core that kind of struggled for whatever reason. And they have some decent young D. And so they, they could be a very good team. You like those decent young D? No. The spry, no, like springy. No. Oh, God. Long-sticked. Please stop. <laughs> so they're a, a team with some promise. Probably going to be a playoff team. Right. I don't know if they're considered a contender. There may be an underdog. Whatever. You know, they're, they're probably going to make it to the playoffs. And he gets the three years he wants. Right. And he gets paid more. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I totally understand 
the uh, you know you're gonna players move teams and they do so for a lot of reasons and I think everything that you're laying out here makes sense and you know it's not like Patch has been a shark his whole career like it was with Patrick Marlowe where that was a really big deal yeah but um it just feels like you know he no one blames him for like this last playoff like he was so core to winning right that it's not like with Marlowe it was like Marlowe has been touted and also thrown under the bus simultaneously as like the solution and the problem you know just perennially every year and and Pavelski was always just consistently good so what the hell is his obsession with three years right I mean like I'm not naive enough to be like he was going to be on the tracks forever but it just didn't seem like there was a problem but I wanted it yeah we all wanted it (laughs) we Um, all wanted to be that and honestly I just didn't see it coming it wasn't like that he was having problems himself and his gameplay. It wasn't yeah. like he was having problems with other teammates. Yeah. Um, honestly, the Sharks have been playing pretty well. They're consistently making it to the playoffs. Yeah. Um, they have a couple of things they need to figure out, but it felt like they were figuring that out. And with Pavs leaving the team, like we were talking about last episode, it's like, can the D carry them? And and it, without Pavs, it's like Pavs they, shaped might, hole. they might have a real problem this year if they don't find kind of an equivalent scoring talent and um so so yeah i mean like i can't blame Pabst too much because i hate his stupid face too much <laughs> um, you know and, and I, I i get the like wanting to have a cup in your career thing and i mean but also i like when i think about who's gonna win the cup next year i don't think of the dallas stars yeah like right away like that's yeah. not it's not like top top five teams in the league yeah, yeah. so it's a little I, I don't know, it still feels a little, like, really, why them? But, I mean, if they're willing mm-hmm. to pay him, and maybe it is about money right now. Yeah, and, and so in that, in that way, it's like, yeah, dropping the mitts on pads. Like, what the fuck? Take a two-year deal for $5 million and bring home a cup and teal mm-hmm. with your stupid ginger beard mm-hmm. that matches the uniform. <laughs> we could have had color analysis on this. Yeah. It would have been great. Yeah. But no. No, you got to fuck off to go get paid. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe, you know, there could be is a this, lot of factors. There. Do you think this is going to be like a Patrick Marlowe 2.0 situation? Because there's potential to that. If I told you... That he'd want to come back to the Sharks eventually? No, that he's that he's not going to win. Mm-hmm. He's not going to win in Dallas. And and maybe want to come back to the Sharks or maybe just sort of be like, oh, shit, whoops, I should just retire. If I told you that the Sharks are going to go sign a 35-year-old who's had three major head injuries for over five million a year be like well that's is he good even like i mean there'd be a question mark there yeah with that many injuries so so he might i mean i i want to i want him to do awesome i just you know it's a great part of the team but it might not work out in dallas yeah we're not gonna know whether or not this was the right call that's true i mean i feel like he could probably play anywhere because of his jolliness That's okay. Yeah, not the skills. It's all the smile. Yeah, no, it's all the smile because the thing is, like, it's really hard to hate Joe Pavelski. Like, Mm -hmm. people will be trying to throw fists at him, and he's just smiling. Is oh yeah, he's so yeah. No, people try and like punch him in the face. I'll never forget the the Nashville series, like Game Seven, triple overtime, and he's he like he crashed into the goalie, but then he like. 
tucked the puck in and it was like reviewed and it was this whole thing. He was like, it's a goal, it's a goal, it's a goal. And then he does this every time he gets really pissed off. He has this big shit eating grin and he does this like little, <laughs> little hand, hand foil. Yeah. Like, oh, you. Like, it's the best. It's the fucking best. Yeah. And it's like, I, when I said it, like, I wanted it to be a goal, but I knew it wasn't. And the Sharks are getting all pissed off. And he was like, Joe, Joe Pavelski is just the best it's guy. He's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, what? Oh, you. Go fuck yourself. He's like a bless your heart type yeah, of... Yeah, uh, yeah. He's the Southern Belle of hockey. <laughs> Maybe it's like, it makes sense that he went to Dell. Oh, God. <sighs> yeah. So, you know, uh, I, so to answer your question, Heartthrob, mm. I, I don't think it's going to be a Marlowe situation. I don't... I think that he is somebody who will commit to his choices. And I think maybe he'll regret leaving the Sharks, but I don't think he's going to ask to come back to the Sharks right away. Like, yeah, you know, I don't think he's going to lose. It might not work out, but he's not going to be like, take me back, baby. Yeah. Like I, I I just, I mean, it'd be great. We we won't, we would love him, but you know, maybe him and Milo are going to go form form their own team. Yeah. Hookers and blackjack in Seattle. Forget the blackjack. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess like I could, see, I can't see him crawling back. I think maybe it would be like a trade thing, like organically. If it was like, like yeah. yeah, or it's he, gonna or he's going to stick it out be Dallas, because yeah. he, I don't know. I just, I don't know him personally. No, but it's that's the vibe I get. That's my um, prediction. Yeah. Yeah, you think he's loyal, weirdly. Yeah. <laughs> I just think, you know, he, he will own up to his choices. Yeah. I, I think one thing, just final thought on this, comparing this with Thornton sticking around forever. Thornton took shorter-term deals. Thornton also t- signed, like, a three-year deal. I think when he was at 35 or over, him and Marla had those matching three-year deals. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Thornton's really shown that he's kind of in this team player when signing his contract. You know, he'll take sure. whatever is available. He'll still make his money, but um, but he also was willing to take shorter, like, mm-hmm. one-year deals. But, the sh- but this was later. This is once he's already at, like, 36, 37 years old. Right. I know. I mean, like, theoretically, if the Sharks offered him, like, a two-year, five-mil, or, like, what would be kind of reasonable? What do you think? I think they probably... I think they were probably able to offer somewhere in there, maybe two two years. I don't think they wanted to offer three because I think if they did, maybe he'd still be on the team. Like he wanted three and immediately started looking elsewhere. I don't think the offer of three years was on the table. I think it was like a two years and five or two and six mm-hmm. type of a thing, um, or maybe even a one year deal. Which makes me think maybe there were other factors at play, whether it's family or maybe, whatever. Yeah, maybe he because, didn't want to stay. Because, weirdly. but I just find that so hard to believe because he's because the jolly. I know. Yeah. The jolly factor. And yeah, it's kind of weird for a captain to leave in like a that, team right? that's like winning. Yeah. yeah. On a on a like losing dirtbag kind of struggle team. Yeah. I, I mean, everyone wants to get out of there. Sure. Um, like in Ottawa or whatever, you know. Um, but. On a team like the Sharks, it seems a little odd. It seems like if he was offered two years but at a decent pay, if he wanted to stay with the Sharks, he would have taken that. 
Mm-hmm. We just we don't have that information. We yeah. might not ever. Yeah, but so that's why it's. That's why it feels it's hard like to know. It's hard to know who to punch, but we're mad. We're yeah. mad. We're, yeah. like the, we're like the upset girlfriend. I'm wild. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Punch my cat. And there's no Pavelski to come comfort us. Yeah, it's gonna suck when they play Dallas, and then they're yeah. gonna, like. Dylan or someone's gonna try and punch him, and he's just gonna be like, "Go oh, you! I remember you." <laughs> It'll hurt so good. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Or Wookie's well, gonna get confused, and he's gonna shoot him the puck, yeah. <laughs> and then it's gonna get tipped in There's the wrong. Years of practicing. Yeah. 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 So, to the larger question of the Pavelski-shaped hole mm-hmm. in the team. This preseason has shown that the Sharks rookies, like the prospects or whatever, I mean, they haven't been awesome. The Sharks lost at all but one preseason game. They and and it was a lot of the rookies just kind of mm-hmm. coming in, getting playing time. Right. Um, the backup goalie uh, Bebo was traded. He wasn't good enough in that awful Calgary game. Um, it looks like of all the rookies, you're taken. Um, who has a great name. It just, I had. I mean, how can they not take him? They'll just be like, you, you're taken. Yeah. Yeah. I know, uh, you've really kept an eye on him. You're, you're taken with him. Ah, oh, yeah. (laughs) You know me. Uh, Johnny Brzezinski is going to be on the team. I didn't realize before that he's, he was signed as a free agent. So he's, uh, he's on a one way deal. So they'd have to send him through waivers. So he's, he's going to make it or he's going to get scratched. Um, and uh, and then it looks like Bergman, um, yeah. another free agent signing, is going to be with the team. Um, so those are kind of who's in the running. Suomela, Chemilevsky, Chekovic, all these sort of like, these guys are going to make it, right? No. Cut. Mm. And Suomela played with them last year. Yeah. So. Yeah. Gambrell showed up in the playoffs and also hasn't made it. So it's been disappointing, even though preseason is, like I said, you know, it's when they lose, you're like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But it's been disappointing that they've played that crappy mm-hmm. and it just has been not uh not encouraging um in the preseason when they need these guys to play really well. Yeah. So that's scary when you think about oh, their leading scorer for the past couple of years, including this last year, their leading goal scorer is gone. Yep. And yeah, that's a real concern. Like, not only am I, like, personally upset about it, but now I'm like, oh, oh, do we want to go to a game this year? Right. I don't know. Like, it's could be great. You know, they could really, you know, having that Pavelski-shaped hole could really boost some players into, like, yeah. you know, showing some skills they might not have otherwise. Or, you know, but they're not proving that to us as fans in their preseason right now. And right. I know part of that is, you know, new people and trying out new lines, but it's it's not it's looking kind of grim. So, mm-hmm. so that's good in a way for the Sharks. It's better for them to not have any hope, and then they'll right. slowly build the hope, and then we'll get crushed. Yeah. But, but before that happens, I mean, it's possible that superstar defensemen in Carlson and Burns can m- make offense out of even averagey players. Mm-hmm. Um, Thornton was that guy forever. He, I mean, he made Devin Setaguchi a monster goal scorer and Chichu and like all these guys that are kind of like 
you know, average middle league players, but like they, they blew things up with the right guy. And, uh, I just, um, I think Pavelski, Donskoy was kind of middling on the fourth line. So he wasn't as big of an impact. And Nyquist was also not as big of an impact, but we wanted him to be. That's a lot of skill that's left. And I think Nyquist and Donskoy are replaceable based on their play with the mm-hmm. Sharks this last year. Donskoy originally, his first year was awesome. But I don't know that there's anyone who can replace Pavs. Kane is probably going to get suspended after this last Vegas game. Right. And he's their other, you know, they're hoping on Kane to get like 30 plus. Which, you know, we can talk about that a little bit. Like, Kane's a good player. He's done well for the team. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he just can't hold himself together against the Knights. And I know the Knights are really making themselves kind of a prime rival yeah. for the Sharks because really they're they're kind of on par in a, in a way, like maybe sometimes better. But they, they really give the Sharks a run for their money versus some yeah. of the other teams in the Pacific right now. And, and yeah, Kane, and he got suspended from a, a Knights game last season too, didn't he? Um, or was that the season before? You know, I don't remember. I, I, I think he got, like, thrown out of a game. I think he got thrown out of a game. And, yeah, and but like, I don't know that there was a suspension. I think it. he was out for, like, the next two games after yeah. that. He, um, might have, he might have, like, hurt his hand or something stupid. No, I think it was the leak that yeah. uh, kept him out of a couple games. Okay. Um, I don't remember exactly what the offense was, but it was for a fighting thing. Yeah. Um, which doesn't happen often with him, but it's like, really, right now is not the time. Yeah, it's a preseason game. Like, this means nothing. I know the rivalry is heating up, but, like, save that intensity mm-hmm. for... They're playing Vegas three times in a row. So they play the, the preseason game, they're playing in Vegas to start their right. season, and then they play Vegas at home. Like, I get that the league's amping this up, and it's fun. Like, I like that there's this heated rivalry between them. I, I'm enjoying it, and... I, you know, in, in game seven, the Sharks came out of the shark head and I mean, they lost the first two periods, but they were like focused. They were really, really like heads down, Mm -hmm. no bullshit from anybody. It was like, oh, we're going to play hockey now. And they got outplayed. Like they sucked. (laughs) It was really brutal. It was a slow, painful loss until... Captain America McJesus hit the ice with his head and, you know, all hell broke loose. But, but I want to see that kind of focus from the team to start the season and to see it be this loose and sloppy in preseason is not a good sign. If I wanted to be super negative about it, I'd be like, this is a lack of leadership on the, be- you know, some right. I think that's just crap. I, I think it's individual players. So just losing it. Dell checked stone. And interfered with them, which was fun. It was fun to watch a goalie check a player. Yeah. But um, maybe it's like we can get away with that shit in the preseason when it doesn't matter. I mean, as much, but. Rafi Torres checked a guy in the head in a preseason game and was suspended for like half the season. He was suspended for like 40 games. Wow. The league already hated Rafi Torres. Yeah, I think you remember that. But yeah, it was like anything happened and it was like ban or suspend. Torres for more games is sort of like near for Aurelia. But um, bringing out the lull references. <laughs> um, so, 
I don't want Kane to be that player. Yeah. I want him to be a focused 30 goal scorer and I want him to We fix. need him to, well we the Sharks need him yeah. to be that kind of player. Yeah. Um so Kane possibly suspended our other you know offensive goal scorers right now. <laughs> offensive. Yeah, Kane's been pretty offensive lately. <laughs> <laughs> offensive? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's just Go ahead. Um well, you know the numbers better than I do. Like, who is kind of leading goal scoring for... Who are we expecting? Or Well, I mean, aside from, like, Burns and Carlson, who we've talked about. Like, yeah, who they yeah. actually have so let's, I mean, lines yeah, let's, that let's, are expected to do well this year. Um, and then we can talk about that Pavelski-shaped hole with the rookies a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. So, up front, I mean, the, the core group of players and the way that DeBoer has been sort of structuring the lines is kind of with pairs. Mm-hmm. So he keeps certain tandems of players together and then like bonus winger. So Couture is going to be, you know, first line center. Mm-hmm. It's kind of debatable stats wise, whether or not he's a good first line center. He's like a great second line center, but it's like, is he going to be a top notch first line center? It's just kind of a waffly. Yeah. For who they have now in that, so Couture, Meyer, and LeBanc. Okay, that sounds good. Sounds solid. It's not bad. Um LeBanc, you know, needs to be good this year. I think Meyer took a big step forward. He's a good power forward. I, I think that's gonna gonna work out. Um Hurdle, Kane, and question mark. I mean there's there's options. Um, but I don't think anything's set in stone. Okay. It's, it's Hurdle and Kane are the pair. But if Kane's out, then that tandem's broken. Right. Thornton. Sorensen? That was what everyone thought the combo was going to be, but it looks like it's going to be, you know, maybe Thornton, um, uh, Gambrell. Is that the new guy? No, 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 not Gambrell. Um, oh, Bergman. Uh, Bergman. Thornton, Bergman. Maybe Thornton Bergman Sorensen, possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't seen Bergman play, but I read an article that was kind of talking about him and mm-hmm. how he thought that his play style would fit the Sharks nicely. Um, and I can't remember exactly the position that they were saying he was playing, but he's a winger. Yeah, but kind of like a power. Power forward. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Well, um, the Sharks have good luck with the free agent signings. You know, mm-hmm. hopefully he can be another Jonas Donskoy type. Right. Well, they've been scouting him for a while, seems like. And, okay. Um, they had two scouts that both mentioned, um, like they were keeping an eye on him, on Bergman specifically. Facebook um, stalking him. Yeah, Facebook stalking him and, you know, going to hockey games and mm. watching his play. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, so if he's somebody that... Even the scouts are like, eh, maybe he works for Sharks. So, Solid I, so endorsement. Now, yes. The scouts are like, eh, maybe. Eh, maybe. Oh, crap. Um, so I uh, <laughs> I would like to see his play because I don't have any reference for yeah. watching him personally. Yeah. I, um, I don't know that I caught a preseason game with him in it. Um, or if I did, I didn't notice him. Right. Um, but if he's still in the running, and and that's yeah. kind of been the yeah, speculation he's been I mean, scouting, I'm, that seems pretty promising. I'm really surprised Suomela isn't on the team. I'm kind of surprised Gambrell isn't on the team. 
there aren't different types of deals, but it's just kind of it's interesting to see. Fourth line though, just for line combos, we've got Goodrow and Milker Carlson. That's kind of the combo. Okay. So somewhere in there, Brzezinski, Bergman, and um, oh credit, who's the third one? I said. <laughs> I forgot. I think I'm, I think I'm leaving someone out, but those are the combos I can I can recollect. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's not bad. It's not. But there's not uh uh I mean Meyer and Couture will have to carry it like they did uh-huh. last year. Yeah. What you know, I mean Pabs do, but yeah. But they were really doing well last year. And if we see more of that and if Carlson and Burns It's a pretty good combo if you know Meyer's the power forward and he can really go and retrieve the puck and he's got a good shot and he's got sort of skill and size like that's that's good mm-hmm. Couture's got a really good release mm-hmm. he's also just got great hockey sense he can make a really nice pass if he needs yeah. to but he's more of a shooter and LeBanc has been kind of in the passing playmaker role um but he's also going to need to shoot like I like the offensive threat there yeah that I agree with that been some question marks about LeBanc being able to play defense um but is it like is LeBanc going to have 30 goals? Is Couture, like, is that line going to have 90 goals this year? Hmm. That seems like a stretch, right? Yeah. Whereas if you had just put, not that, but if you had Pavelski up there, yeah, sure, of course. <laughs> yeah, probably. It's going to be a really good line in hockey. And and I don't know that the Sharks are on that level, so they're going to need to structure their team defense to get back and back check because the the defense is going to be engaged in the play. It looks like Ferraro is going to be maybe on the third pair with Prout, um, who's just kind of a big, tough guy defenseman. Right. He might be decent, um, but his preseason stats haven't been great. But honestly, the Sharks haven't been that great in the preseason. Even yeah, no, you know, even the guys they like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think he's going to be anything more than a meat and potatoes defender who's going to be decent at clearing pucks, maybe decent at skating. We just hope he's not Roman Polak. Mm. But he might be. I don't know. Yeah, we might just have to wait and see how that plays out. Yeah. Okay, so, Hacks Rob. With Marlowe off the team, Mm -hmm. and Pavelski off the team, Mm -hmm. kind of our last long-standing... Shark. I mean, there's how long has Wookie been on the team? Oh, he's been there for a while, but he was traded for back in like 2011 or something like that. I mean, it was it was after the Thornton trade, but um, 2012. I don't know. But so basically, the question I'm getting at here yeah. is Thornton's kind of one of the last like shark old guys. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and shark ants. Yeah. You know, yes. <laughs> oh, totally an ant. He really is. Um. Can we call him Treebeard? <laughs> yes. So, Treebeard's had a lot of knee injuries the past couple of years, yeah. and um, I guess last year I was reading he actually had an infection in his ankle that was caused by his boots, mm. and so he was. 
and a lot of pain. And I actually said it was more painful than tearing his ACL or his MCL. So, um, from his boots or his skates? I could see him wearing oh, skates. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I could, yeah, I could see Joe Thornton walking around in Uggs this is no shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No wonder you got an infection. No. Um, <laughs> but apparently it's pretty serious, you know, these infections. Yeah. There was a player, um, that they mentioned in the article. I'm being real specific here. But mm. um, I guess he got three infections in one year, and it caused him to retire at, like, 32. Wow. Because it was just that bad. Yeah. Um. Thornton claims that he feels really good and he feels better than he has the past couple of years and has really high expectations for this year. Mm-hmm. However, um, with Doug Wilson, there's some talk about like, hey, uh, they're true beard. Maybe uh, we should consider keeping you a little safer from the, the hooligans out there. Um, Put you out to pasture, big guy. Yeah. But yeah, you can still come say hi. Right now and then. No, I mean, not, not totally out to pasture. Not out but pasture. basically just like, not have him play every single game. Rotate him from pasture to pasture. Yes. Because yeah. Doug Wilson's kind of a hippie, remember? So he's like, he's all about the horticulture. Okay, yeah. So how do you feel about Thornton getting older, having recent injuries, and do you think it's a good idea for him to maybe not play every game to kind of preserve his skill this year? I, I think it's a great idea. Um, it'll give another one of these young players a chance to come up and fill in, maybe, mm-hmm. on the third-line center role or bump someone up and, and try that out. Um, and if they do well, great. If they don't, rotate them out, see what happens. You know, the Sharks are probably going to make the playoffs, and you want Thornton to – I mean, it would be surprising if they missed. If right. they miss the playoffs, it would be a big deal. So that's how, you, you know, you weigh it, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it would be too painful if they missed. I think there's been kind of speculation from fans that like, oh, Thornton's Thornton's not going to play like on a back to back or something like that. But it just hasn't happened, and he's such a old timey hockey guy that I don't think you can get him to not play. It's going to be hard. Like they're going to have to like strap him down to like keep him from the ring. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's kind of part of the thing is like players, we talk about, you know, even when players are injured, they are like, no, I'm good enough to go. When yeah. really they should probably wait another week or something. Yeah. Across. Yeah. Boston Bruins game. Also Joe Thornton yeah. playing on a torn ACL in the playoffs. Also every show. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it's Doug Wilson um, said in an interview like, you know, it's going to be hard for uh, Joe Thornton to uh, watch his players play without, you know, without him. It's going to be real tough for him to to accept that. But, you know, we're, we're talking about it, basically. Yeah. So, um... Good quote. I, I just, I heard the, like, the flash of the cameras. Like, yeah, the ball that goes like... Yeah. And it'll be in the newspaper. Ah, in print. Yeah. Excellent. Um, so, I mean, my impulse is like, yeah, I think that's good because he might be able to play longer or last another year if he isn't totally exhausted himself. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I think you bring up a good point that, you know, some of these younger players might be able to fill that spot. They have a chance to kind of show their skill and then or and rotate in. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know where they're going to keep them like in a 
glass cage or something, like soundproof room. It'll be escape the rooms. That's yeah. what they'll do. They'll just put them in a Those are real trendy room. right now, so yeah. they'll just do like a hockey rink themed escape yeah. room. <laughs> You're like, all right, here you go, tree beard. <laughs> Try and find your way out. Yeah, I think um, I think it'll be good Maybe for Maybe he just sit with the sharks up. Yeah. But then think about the team. I mean, Pavelski was injured at the end of last year, mm-hmm. and the team sucked. Mm-hmm. Like they, they were not good. Right. The game plan is so built around him tipping pucks in. The Sharks aren't as dependent on Thornton, mm-hmm. but this is going to be the new-look Sharks team when Thornton sits out a game right? and Pavelski's not there. I like Couture. I like Meyer. Like, there's good players on the top end, but... Right now, I'm not convinced of the depth. Okay. And so, it's like, yeah, another player could jump up and take that opportunity. But if they start losing, it's going to get even harder to convince Jumbo to stay out. Yeah. Because he'll be like, here comes the bearded cavalry. Like, yeah. he's going like, he's, he's to want to come in and do that. And it makes sense. I mean, that's, that's kind of his role, but it's still not his impact. He's not playing top lane minutes. But he might... Uh, you know, if things yeah. go horribly, um, move up or, or uh, play on the first power. Or, you know, just or, maybe like when it starts getting knows? to like a war playoffs or something, just start rotating them out a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. It'll be interesting. That's kind of something like the NBA does. Mm-hmm. But um, I think for him at this point in his career, it makes sense. It'll be interesting to see if they can come to some sort of agreement about that. But I agree that it'll probably be hard to get him to agree to something like that. Yeah, if the, um, team, if the team starts losing, if they get out to a rough start or, or you know, if mm-hmm. they're going through a rough patch, I think it'll be tough. And if they do, then that's a huge credit to the coaching staff. One thing I'm worried about this year is Steve Spot is going back to the power play, and he's an assistant coach. Mm-hmm. He ran the power play memory serves in, in that 2016-2017 year when the Sharks' offense was just Wookie shooting it from the point and prayers right. and it was so infuriating because like everyone would just pass around the perimeter and never shoot and nothing would happen yeah and it was that was awful it was all so we got that guy doing that okay again hopefully it'll actually be creative but holy god that system was bad and the sharks are going to need goals anywhere they can get them mm-hmm. i think this year so The offense is concerning, but we have the comforting noise of cat purrs <laughs> to make you feel better. So, on on kind of a related note, how do you feel about his injuries, his age, where he's at in terms of his career? Like, do you think he's got a couple more years? Like, if he's if he's really feeling much better and recovered from his ACL yeah. injuries and stuff, like, how do you feel? I mean, are we going to be Thorntonless in a year? And then the whole team will just be new faces. Yeah. Anyway, like Wookie, I feel like is our constant right now. Yeah. Like would Wookie yeah. be the oldest or the longest player? Uh, it's t- toss up between him and Couture. Couture's been with the Sharks for his whole career. He was drafted by the Sharks, so I think Couture's He's the, younger. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I I think Couture's more long-standing tenure. You know, okay. at that point. Um. I don't know what age he was when he was drafted, mm-hmm. but, you know, assuming he's, he was 18, 
and you know he's been with York for twelve years. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the, org. the org, yeah, that that uh, extra couple syllables there yeah. gave me a lot of time. Well, I thought you said the York, so you know. Like, <laughs> The San Jose Yorks. We're going to play the Peppermint Patties tonight. That sounds awesome. Oh, man. Put that in your res- restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> Peppermint Patty Marlowe. Why has that sponsorship not happened? <laughs> oh, my God. I always feel like... Can you imagine? I see fresh. <laughs> it's not gum. <laughs> Well, Can you imagine them like <laughs> like gluing peppermint patties to his fucking eyebrows? Oh my god! And like okay, like, like if, he, if he doesn't get, if he can't go back to the sharks and nobody wants them and he just has to retire, we need to write to him to do a York Patty commercial. Like yeah. that's the the best option for him at this point. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, yeah. Where were we going? Were we um. Going? We were talking about Couture. Couture's the longest. The yeah, so, so basically, how long do you think Jumbo has? And- oh, okay, okay. So so we're at this point. We're at this point where it's kind of like all this talk of like the shark's window is still open, but it's closing. It's closing. We're kind of like there. But I think in a lot of ways, the sharks have made this a painless closing window. It's not like, oh, we've got to blow up the team. Mm-hmm. And trade all these players, and it's a disaster, and they're all old, and all our prospects suck. It's been a different path, and so that's, I think, cause for some optimism and some faith in the management. Yeah. Because instead of that, which is what things looked like um, five or six years ago, they have reloaded on trades and they brought in some really good players and and they've locked up one of the superstar players of the league to a long-term deal Mm -hmm. um and they have i mean uh, on paper one of the scariest defenses out there i mean it's it's pretty brutal and i i really feel like this has got to be the last year but it's been like that for so many years before with Thornton that I I don't know. I think if this is a year they finally get him to rest, then maybe he'll start to accept that it's his last year or something. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, I think, but I think the goal would be if he rests and doesn't just like injure himself like a third year in a row or fourth year in a row, um, that he would be able to do another season because he didn't overexert himself. And play till he's like 42. Yeah. Man. Be pretty cool. I, I don't want Thornton to have to play another season. I want him, I want the Sharks to win the cup and for him to retire and skate off into the sunset. But yeah, he's, so, he's so obsessed, he probably wouldn't retire. <laughs> he'd probably come back. He's like, I want to win another one. Let's do it again. Back yeah. to back, you know? So... So I think that fantasy is a little silly, um, but that's what everyone. They have to at least win a cup before we. Oh God, yeah. I mean, we can hope. Didn't happen for Marlowe. Didn't happen for Jerome McGinley. Jerome McGinley was a phenomenal player. 
and he played for a bunch of teams and it just it didn't work. I mean it's it's hard. It's hard to win a cup. Thorne wants to win a cup in San Jose. And so he's gonna come back to the Sharks year after year, mm-hmm. like a teal junkie. And um I feel like maybe there's another year, but I this feels like the last year if they get him to rest. But I, I think you make a really good point in that because they'll rest him, they'll save up for another year and another playoff yeah. run. It's it's hard to argue. Whereas like if he if he refuses rest yeah. and goes hard, if you know, the team really needs him to help carry. Yeah. Then he might overdo it. Right. Right. And and a big part of it is him being able to accept a role as a third line center in his older mm-hmm. age and being good at that. Yeah. As opposed to, like, other players, you know, they kind of still want to play on the second line or something. Well, one you know? thing that the Sharks, I think, excel at pretty particularly is they have a really good fourth line. Like, being, like, they have in the past yeah. few years. So, like, being on the fourth line is not necessarily... When it's, yeah, these these past couple of years, they've really improved it. I, Eric Fair did great. Mm-hmm. Um, they use that as a tool to have a strong... That was part of Pete DeBoer coming in and, and yeah. doing that. But there's still been... A piece here or there that's that's like missing, and and unfortunately they've divorced kind of put like Michael Haley out there as right. that extra piece, or you know kind of a, a grander person of the enforcers. Michael Haley is the least bad, so that's something. But he's not on the team this year, and that's encouraging. Oh. Okay. Yeah, Haley is not in this conversation. Michael Haley's gone. There's no enforcer guy, mm-hmm. except for Prout. Yeah, I was gonna say you were talking about Prout, him earlier, but not a forward. That's honestly worse if they're a defenseman. But, <laughs> but um, uh, I think, man, I, I, I think that the Sharks have a real chance to get something out of their forwards, and I think that Thornton could still contribute at his current level. I think the Sharks want to be a really good fourth line team and everything, but they don't have that. I, they don't have a center that gives everyone total confidence. I still like Barkley Goodrow. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think he's fine, but I I I want them to have a better combo there, and I think they've been a better team when they have that. Yeah. Um. And and in the past couple of years when they have, they've been more successful. So it seems pretty obvious. I'm just gonna use this on pause. It turned red and there's like a little thing under it. Maximum recording time is sixty minutes. 60 minutes. So we got four minutes. Okay. Alright, all right, hogthrob? Yeah, I'm hogthrob now. Wow. Let's try that again. Alright, straight fork. Top three takeaways. Okay. Um I don't know who's to blame for Pavelski leaving the team and leaving a Pavelski-shaped hole, but it might be Pavelski himself, which makes me hate him even more than his jolly, stupid grin. Um, That's a long takeaway, but it's a really good one, yeah. (laughs) um, I want to watch Bergman play a game and uh, see after reading an article how he fits into the team. And... I think it'll be a positive thing if they can get Joe Thornton to rest a little this year so that he doesn't injure himself and can actually be useful because when he's played injured, he doesn't do well. Yeah, no downside. 
How about you, Hot Dog? Top three takeaways. I think we may see Pavelski not do as well this year on Dallas. And I'm going to follow him. I mean, I can not. He's great. Um, I think that, I guess, from what you said, you know, this might not be the last year for Thornton if they can get him to rest. But, I, I, yeah, I might, I might change my mind there. And... Um, <laughs> and I I think that the transition out of what we knew as the Sharks and these franchise players either retiring or leaving is is uh, has actually been a, a far different transition than we would have expected five or six years ago. And it's not a blow up of the team. It's it's actually maybe a decent transition out, and that's. That's good. That's that's really good management. Um, so, yeah, those are my top three takeaways. All right. Mitsan. Mitsan.